All right, the Jags need to build out their roster a little bit more, according to Trent Baalke, after the draft. Where are they at with these free agents? We'll talk about it and see if it's worth it. We'll do it all in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, folks? Thank you for joining me. Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder that we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page at Locked On Jaguars on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the like button every time you hear an episode. Hit that bell so you get a notification every time we drop an episode. Also, wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you tap in every single day to ensure that you do not miss an episode shout out to my everydayers what's going on folks welcome back to another edition of this show and to the new the newcomers i'm not gonna call you new people newcomers to the locked on jaguars podcast new listeners we embrace you coming on in i've been covering this team for about 14 years so i think i know a little bit about the jaguars and a little bit about the city since i'm a native duvalian but come on in and i'll let you determine all of that for yourself what we're going to hit today is i'm going back and I'm trying to figure out what Trent Baalke meant after the draft when he said, I'm going to do my best Trent Baalke impersonation. We're not done building our roster. We still have work to do. All right. So I, I hope it's good. I hope you all like that, that they need to add more roster uh, folks with that raspy voice of Trent Baalke's. I love imitating people, by the way. And I love when people try to imitate me. Be Feel free to hit me with your best TV imitations and send them to me on Twitter. I would love to hear it. But in the meantime, what does that truly mean? Does it mean some of the depth pieces that they've continued to try to add? Does it mean finding value in undrafted free agents and veterans as they did earlier this week? Does it mean turning around and taking a look-see and making sure Dewan Smoot is a little bit healthy? He's still a free agent, but I saw a video where he was running around. Or does it mean like going after names? Yannick Ngakwe. And I'm naming nothing but rush people. Yannick Ngakwe. Um... Jadavian Clowney and Frank Clark. I heard that Frank Clark might go back to Kansas City, but until he goes, he's open game for us to discuss here whether or not he's a good fit for your Jaguars. So I'll focus on those four people and I'll basically do that in segment two. Segment three, we're going to talk about the uh, preseason schedule release and what it means for you as fans. I got a little bit of something I want to say that's really going to make you look forward to week two of the regular season that's right so i'm gonna bring all of that to you in a nutshell but today we're gonna set this thing up here in segment one and make sure that we address and talk about this to let you know we're just not pulling this stuff out of midair and what we're actually doing is formatting these thoughts and these feelings so when these things manifest themselves we can go we already looked at that right it's one of those things i say don't ever try to get ready as long as you stay ready you don't have to try to get ready but is this roster finished? Are they just going to depend on drafting and developing? Are they going to depend on a plethora of third-day draft choices in order to try to compete for a title this year? Now, I always mention the Chiefs, and I will all be, always mention any standard bearer. There are, if that's who we're chasing, then that's who I want to mention, right? 
the Chiefs got hell of high production over the last two years from guys that were day two and day three picks, not to mention the day one selection. So they were able to do it. And maybe, just maybe, because this is a copycat league, teams say if they can do it, we can do it. All we have to do is get more focus in our evaluation, find the guys who fit the right culture, make sure that we bring people in that supplement the guys that we already have. All of those things, right? But does it absolutely mean just that? Or does it mean that they could go out and acquire a, a veteran who is a free agent or maybe do a little swapping with somebody? And, and this, is, this is one of the few things that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that I wouldn't say it bothered me, but it was a little bit perplexing. I look at the Miami Dolphins, right? And the Miami Dolphins were able to go out and get two offensive linemen, guys that you know, right? Guys who have had 75 starts in the last few years. Um, one of them's Isaiah Wynn, who's versatile, can move up and down the line. And they paid the dude like $2.4 million. So I'm sitting there thinking like, I know we got that, right? We got $2 million we can give to a lineman, a guy who's really, really played. Now, just because we know their names does not mean that they're better or a better fit for the Jaguars. So I warn myself and I warn you guys, and I'll make sure that you know that I'm right there and I ain't going to get sucked into that people who you're familiar with thing. I'm sure Trent Balky and his entire scouting department, in this case, it's the pro personnel department. They handle this stuff. I'm sure they overturned every single stone and they talked about it all. They talked about needing rush help. And then Zadarius Smith was traded to somebody this week and the teams gave up like a fifth and a sixth round pick. And I'm thinking like, we could have done that too, right? So, there are two things at play here. I'm not trying to out-evaluate people that actually do eval for a living. It's not what I'm trying to do. I don't want any of y'all to think that that's what I'm trying to do. But I am wondering, can you get a little bit of what happened at the end of the late, great Bobby Beathard's tenure uh, in, in the GM, uh, for GM, or... The one the Jaguars had here before they hired Shaq Harris, Smith, Gene Smith. Can you get to the point where you're so in love with yourself that you try to outsmart, out try to think anybody and prove that you can find a, there's my phrase y'all know I don't like, that you can find, but that you can find and you can get someone who is under the radar that you can barely play, pay so you can get all the credit in the world for you. I'm going to warn you now. Why that's a dangerous game. Corey Grant, James Robinson, flashed early. You're like, we only paid this guy $3,000 signing bonus, or nobody liked him, but we saw him and we loved him. You didn't pick him in the seventh round. He was a free agent, right? And all of a sudden he comes in here and he gets really, really productive. And there's attaboys all on the back of everybody else. And, and my thing is, I'll give you an attaboy if you picked him in the seventh round like the Chiefs did Pacheco. But if he was a free agent, he could have gone anywhere and he just chose to come here because he felt like, well, the team wasn't very good and he was going to have a chance to play. That could just be not about you, but about the situation, about the player. Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns came here when he came out because Jet Fish was his offensive coordinator in college and Jet Fish was the offensive coordinator here in Jacksonville. Period. 
clean that screen off a little bit for y'all. There you go. So are, are you getting to the point where these teams are going to start outsmarting each other? Or are they just taking a patient approach? Like, why would I trade for Zadarius Smith when the three guys and the four guys I just mentioned are still out there and they're unsigned? That's another good one. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to look at the four guys I mentioned, including one of our own. He's no longer one of our own because he's not on the contract. But, you know, Dewan Smoot is one of ours. He's never played for anybody else in the NFL. I'm going to look at all of that, and I'm going to go through them one by one, and I'm going to tell you here in segment two who I believe might be the best fit and what are the pros and cons for going out and signing all of them. We'll do all of that in a few seconds here. As we continue with segment two in a minute on Locked On Jaguars. But first, I got to let you know that Built Bar is the real deal. If you're like me and you're looking for a delicious, delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. That's Built. You got to try it. Now you can get the Built Bar, the original, or you get the Built Puff. It's more like a pastry. The Built Bar is more like a candy bar. But I'm going to tell you what they have in common the same attention to detail the same macros, the same great taste, and the same no residue on your hands that makes you believe that you're eating something that you probably shouldn't if you're trying to lose weight because it has 100% real chocolate. However, they have great flavors, and the macros are about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You don't need to go to Built.com, even though that's still a wonderful option. Now you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, where you can get your specialty flavor still at built.com or in your neighborhood. Four bar box near the pharmacy at Walmart, a 13 bar box. Ooh, God, 13 bar box of the hip flavors at Sam's Club. And then go to built.com, make sure you check out all the new releases and information, and then you can tap into anything that's coming up. It's built, built.com. Make sure you check it out. All right, man, running it down here on Locked on Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. As always, we're happy to have you here, everydayers. Shout out to all my everydayers. Also, shout out to anyone that's new that is listening to Locked on Jaguars for the first time. Glad to have you here. Um, I told you I was going to mention some guys that the Jaguars could chase, and I'm not going at any other positions because I think they've done a good enough job right now to show up those spots they may be able to find a veteran nickel at some point out there somewhere maybe a veteran nickel uh that they can uh, look forward to getting on this team but right now we're going to focus on the edge because doug peterson himself said pass rush is the most important thing for this franchise so let's start with our homegrown guy dewan smoot initially a third round pick four or five years ago smoot was playing really really well last year was the ideal piece a uh, versatile piece along the defensive front that could play defensive tackle. He could play big end. He could nine wide for you a little bit. He could stand up on the outside because he had experience in the three, four in college. His weight is fluctuated anywhere from like 265. I think he even got up in the two eighties last year because he had more of a role. It could be really, really disruptive, really, really disruptive. I think one of the things that when we talk about Smoot that we just, anybody that's been around the team will just tell you, he's just a real good guy who did an heroic thing by delivering his baby when his wife was pregnant right there in the vestibule or the foyer area of their house. He said, we ain't got time to go no hospital. We doing this this way. 
like I used to see when I used to watch Quincy and all these other shows. Get me some hot water. Like in those uh, cowboy movies. Uh, Give me some hot water and some towels. Like if I ever have to deliver a baby, that's exactly what I'm going to say. And then I don't know what the hell I'm going to do because at that point I would freeze up. But he did not. He delivered this beautiful, beautiful child for him and his family. And he has been endeared to Jaguar fans ever since. He tore his Achilles. That's not a good injury. But we've had experience here lately with guys having injuries that to the lower extremities like that. And uh, it's worth it. It's really, really worth it, depending on the right price, because he's so versatile. But you have to understand, maybe he's not quite ready at the beginning. And the other thing you have to probably understand with Dewan Smook is, is he going to still be that same guy? Is he going to be? And, and what's the price tag that you put on that? You know, we all like to pay guys because they're nice people and good people for the locker room. But unfortunately, this is a production business. So he'd really, really have to show that, uh, you know, he can at some point this season help, you know, this team get over the hump. And, and we really have to uh, understand where they are with that and what they're thinking about that. Uh, somebody else that you're very, very familiar with, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Yannick Ngakwe. I think he can still help a lot of teams. What I think he is now, because Yan is going into what I believe is his seventh, this is his eighth year. Over the last three seasons, he's made about $40 million in guaranteed money, uh, which is a little bit off. It was 44, but he gave $4 million away just in order to uh, be able to get traded away. And now I think he leaves the dope. And in fact, I contacted him. He said, you never know what's going to happen. So we'll see. I, I don't think he's closed the door on coming to Jacksonville or any other contender because I think you start getting in year eight and you got your bread. Sure, money does matter, but what happens now is legacy and championships. Since he's coming to the league, he is 10th in sacks. And I think he's even higher than that when it comes to um, uh, causing turnovers and strips, right? So um, he's going to be an asset wherever he plays. Everybody can talk about the run all day, but I'm talking about guys who are going to affect the quarterback on third down, and he has shown a propensity to do that. He averages about eight and a half sacks per season since he's been in the league. Very, very close to nine, by the way. If it's seven years through seven years, he has like 60-some-odd sacks. So you're talking about a guy that averages around nine sacks per year. Um, Jadavian Clowney, whether or not he ever lived up to that one big hit or his high school ranking or any of that stuff doesn't matter. He's a good player. He's a good player. He may not be uh, the next coming of Bruce Smith like everyone thought or anticipated that he might, but he's a very, very good player. It all depends on what what it costs. And a lot of these guys got to check their ego at the door based on where they are in their careers and understand, look, man, you can ride this thing out for another four years as a situational pass rusher and as a mentor for all, all of these young dudes and collect you four or five million bucks a year. That's, that's where all of these guys are. Finally, last but not least, Frank Clark. We know who Frank Clark is because he was a menace uh, in the playoffs for the Jaguars. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Really, really good player. Always wondered why the 49ers let him go for D4. No, not the 49ers. I mean, Seattle. Why did the Seattle Seahawks let him go? Um, and he replaced D4 in Kansas City. But I always just wondered. I just always wondered what the deal was with that. So, He's had a couple of off-field problems. I think he had a suspension and then he had an incident a long time ago in college that was pretty bad. But for the most part, he sort of lived up to 
all of those things that uh, will allow him to, you know, to be maybe a good fit here for Jacksonville. He's a certified quarterback chaser, certified. There's no doubt about that. The funny part is about this, and I don't know if it's necessarily funny, but one of the people Yannick and Gokwe's folks were pointing to when he was trying to get his contract here in Jacksonville, it was Frank Clark. Frank Clark got a massive deal. It was Frank Clark, uh, kid in Dallas. DeMar not not DeMarcus Ware, I almost said DeMarcus Ware, but number 90 for the Dallas Cowboys. Folks didn't understand that. Hey, man, these were the guys, these were the people that Yannick Ngakwe was sitting there pointing at saying, I need to get paid just like them. So um, out of all of those, I'll give you my opinion. Smoot is a little bit risky because of the injury, but if the price is right and you can bring him in and maybe put him on the pup list if he the pup list if he's not ready to go at training camp, he does provide you some versatility and he's also an in-season uh option. Uh the other guys I think come day one, they're they're gonna be on the roster. If they're not here, they're already gonna be somewhere. So therefore, I don't know if if those guys are necessarily um going to be people that you can pick up after the season starts or either doing i think they're all going to probably be on somebody's roster and maybe one of them will be jacksonville jaguars we're going to talk about the preseason schedule what it means doesn't have any ramifications on the regular season we'll do all of that in just a second here on locked on jaguar all right running it down here on locked on jaguars i'm tony wiggins the host of the locked on jaguars podcast where it's your team every day we thank you all for making us your first listen especially my everydayers shout out to you so jag schedule preseason schedule let's get to it there's no longer delay what's going on three games three but we used to four preseason games three games this year only one at home which is the last one the first one is august 12th they're at dallas against the cowboys Five Eastern, five o'clock Eastern, which is, yeah, five o'clock Eastern on Fox. So it must be, it's a Saturday game. So uh, it's on Fox 30 here on a local affiliate. The second one on Fox 30 local affiliate, we're at Detroit. You get to see a little bit of Aiden Hutchinson in person. And uh, finally, the Miami Dolphins, the last home game, Saturday, August 26th at 7 p.m. Uh, that's significant because it'll be the first time the fans, the, the it'll be the, the first preseason game the first time the fans actually see the team on the field playing against someone else and then more importantly it's the last time they'll play in the preseason and it's the only time you'll see this team before week two because they start the season on the road at indy and then they have a week two game against the kansas city chiefs so preseason games they mean something but not enough for us to sit here and bellyache about it but you do want to put your eyes on your, on your team. You want to put your eyes on them other than outside at practice. You want to see them at home in their stadium. So you'll only be able to do that from the time the preseason starts. There'll be one look at them before the game actually counts. And that's what I meant by why it was significant for the regular season. You get one look. You get one look at your team before week two. All right. So in a five-week span between – well, there's two weeks. There's a two-week gap in between the season and the last preseason game, I believe. So in that, you're only going to see them one time. You're going to see them one time, and that's against the Miami Dolphins, and it'll be in that last preseason game. I'm interested to see with the preseason schedule how they start making these adjustments because we remember the first preseason game was just a little look. The second preseason game was, okay, we're going to play them for a quarter. The third preseason game was your, your, your pseudo or your de facto dress rehearsal. And then the last game was just about a bunch of rookies and you didn't see a bunch of starters on the field. 
with this three-game schedule, I wonder if that changes. The other thing is, are they going to do a home, a whole week of practice on the road? I hope not. And when they practice with the Dolphins, will that be a whole week affair between the Miami Dolphins and the Jaguars, or at least a few days prior to that preseason game? All of that is yet to be determined. Um, yeah, they mentioned it right here in the press release that there will only be one preseason game here at home. So we'll see how it goes in the preseason and what the significance of that is. One thing we want to make sure that we do, and this is really what we want to do, we want to make sure nobody's on the training table uh, after those preseason games. We do not want the I word to pop up. We want everybody to stay absolutely 100% healthy to give the Jaguars the best chance to start the year off right on the on the correct foot, go up to Indy and win, and then come home and give the Kansas City Chiefs the business right here in front of their home fans. You can do the same thing, man. Hit me up. Let me know. Out of all of those guys I mentioned, Dewan Smoot, Yannick Ngakwe, Jadavian Clowney, or Frank Clark, let me know who you think the Jacksonville Jaguars, if any, should go after if all of the money is relative, like everything is kind of in there. And also let me know which one of those preseason games you're most eager to see. Tell me, too, tell me this. What game do you think will be the dress rehearsal game now that there's only three playoff games instead? I mean, preseason games instead of four. All right, man. Uh, more content later on in the week. If anything comes out, if they start to sign anyone or if we hear any rumblings of anything, has been a real the political landscape has been crazy around here. So it's a little bit slow on the news cycle side. But we always got something in the chamber for you here at Locked on Jaguars because it's your team every day. We always thank you for making us your first listen. More off-season talk as we continue to go through the off-season until we get ready for the regular season. Until next time, make sure you become an everydayer if you're not already. And join me again for another episode of Locked on Jaguars where it's your team every day.